Welcome to Healing with Healing, the podcast that dives deep into the world of dating, relationships and self-worth. I'm your host, Rachel Teeling, and I am here to guide you on a journey of self-discovery, empowerment and meaningful connections. Join me as I open up about my own personal experiences, share insightful dating and relationship advice and explore the path to discovering your true value. Whether you're navigating the complexities of modern dating, seeking to cultivate a healthier relationship with yourself or your significant other, this podcast is your safe space for growth and healing. Get ready to embrace the love and confidence you deserve. Let's begin this transformative journey together. Hello and welcome to another episode of Healing with Teeling. And this week we have Mart Tweedy from Canny Crystals who is here to talk to us all about how we can use crystals to attract love into our lives. Hi, Marge. Hello, how are you? I'm very excited to have you here with us. Very, very excited to have you here. Um, So would you just like to introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about yourself and Canny Crystals and the Canny Crystal Academy. Yeah, so basically my name is Marge. I'm 36. I'm from Newcastle. That sounds like my blind date profile, doesn't it? Take take me out or something. Yeah, this is my data profile, although I've been like happily married nine years. Um, Yeah, my name is Mark, 36. I'm from Newcastle. And back in 2019, I suddenly lost my grandfather, who was the father figure in my life. And that led me down such a rabbit hole of, you know, depression and anxiety. And, you know, those periods of your life where you lie there and you stare at the ceiling and you can't remember what's happening in your life and before you know it like two or three hours have passed and you still lay there I got into one of those spirals and I worked in mental health for 15 years in the NHS and I thought I am never ever going to get out of this and the NHS sent me on this little activity day in Liverpool I'd gone down to other like um trusts down there and while I was down there this one girl that I got talking to was like oh you know what it would really help some crystals and I was like get in the fucking bin like thinking oh what are these stones going to do for me do you know what I mean so anyway a couple of weeks later I'd followed her on Instagram and she'd set up like an Instagram profile for selling crystals and things like that and I was like oh here she goes this little nut job and just on a whim I thought I'm going to buy a couple from her so I just said what do you suggest and she was like these will be really good for grief these will be really good for self-love you know, this will be really good for your self-esteem. You'll be able to get yourself out of that downward spiral. So I bought them. She sent us them. And slowly but surely, things just started getting easier for me. So, you know, like I suddenly came out of this depression and anxiety and new opportunities were coming up at work. And then, you know, new opportunities were coming up in my home life and friendships and relationships were getting better. And I thought, is this all them crystals? And, you know, when you're just like, questioning yourself and you think, surely not, but at the same time, you still want to have that faith and that belief that it is these little tiny stones that are doing something. And so I just kept buying more and more. And I think at one point I had over 200 of them and I've got them literally scattered around the house. They're in the bathrooms, um, you know, the bedroom, the kitchen, they're absolutely everywhere. And I just suddenly thought to myself, it was like 2021, but we're still like coming out of the back end of that them pandemics and stuff like that. And I was working from home in the NHS and I thought, what can I do to fill my time on a night? And I thought, I'm going to sell some candle and crystal gift sets. So just like that, I launched my website in 2021 
And in the last two and a half years, I've now packed 40,000 orders. I've had 26,000 people come through the Academy doors. My podcast is number one for spirituality in the UK, near on week after week. Um, I've created work for Stella McCartney, Chanel, um, who else? Vogue. I've been featured in British Vogue three times. And I just think it's absolutely mental that all of this has come from something so negative and so depressing, such as my granddad's death. Now, the reason that I called it Canny Crystals is whenever I used to go to see my granddad, whenever we would go, at the end, he was always say, Dan Canny and take it Canny. Like, as if to say, like, be careful how you go. And when I was trying to think of a business name, for some reason, his voice popped into my head and just went Canny Crystals. And I stuck with that. And now I've got like over 100,000 Instagram and uh, TikTok followers combined. And business is just going from strength to strength. It is absolutely wild, the, the journey that I've been on. Wow. Do you then think <laughs> that all of that is down to just the crystals? I don't think it's all 100% down to the crystals. And I'm quite, you know, open about this when I'm talking to my members, when I'm talking on social media, when I'm talking on my podcast. I think it's about 50-50 because it's not just the crystals that help you get there. You've still got to take that inspired action. Not one single person could sign up for the Great North Run like me or you, Rachel, because I know you're an average runner. Not one of us could sign up for the Great North Run and sit at that start line and just think, I'm going to win this, and then just sit and close our eyes, put our fingers on our temples, rub them a bit, and then all of a sudden wake up and we're at the finish line. We've beat more Farah and we've won. It's not going to happen. Sooner or later, you need to start. Yeah. <laughs> but sooner or later, you're going to need to start moving your feet. Yeah. So it takes that inspired action. So you've got to meet halfway. So yes, you can be totally inspired by this crystal. You can vibe off its energy. It can lift you up and give you new ideas. But you've still got to take that physical action because it's like two halves. If you're not going to take that inspired action, it's literally just going to be a dream or a wish that the heart makes. You're never going to get to where you want to be. So tell me, because you are the crystal expert, how do crystals work energetically? Because I carry crystals everywhere. Literally, I've got them here. Do you? Literally, yeah. And I'm like, oh, I, love it. I started running when I broke up with my ex-partner and um, I was yeah. devastated and I was doing it for my mental health. And the girl that I used to run with used to carry, crystal, carry crystals in her bra. <laughs> oh. so I brought a rose quartz and I brought a black obsidian because he was an absolute C-U-N-T and I needed to get rid of his negative <laughs> energy. Um, so I just used to carry those two around with me all the time. And now I just carry crystals everywhere with me. So tell me how they work energetically. Yeah. So we know like everything in this world is energy. Everything that is living, breathing, everything that isn't like my couch or this table or the chair I'm sat on right now, everything has a makeup of energy. If you look at things on a molecular level, we're all like made up of energy in some way, shape or form. So crystals act as a power hold for healing, kind of like a battery if you'd like to think of it that way, because they allow positive and exciting energy to flow into the body and do away with the negative toxic energy. So they'll just channel them energy levels and they focus basically on healing your body from the inside out. So some people even just think, you know, crystals might work because of the placebo effect in the body. But still, that is scientifically proven to help medical treatment. You'll see about people like taking sugar pills rather than actual med medicinal treatment. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But the placebo work, the placebo effect really works as well. 
overall, crystals have their own particular vibration, their own frequency. And when we think about it, they're extracted from the earth. Yeah. So they're going to harness the energy of the sun, the moon, the oceans. And we know that they're all natural healing energies. So they're going to therefore improve our state. So when we place or hold a crystal over the body, that's going to interact with the body chakras. It's going to promote physical and mental wellness. And if you use them in a certain way, they can also improve your concentration, your creativity, and they can also promote like physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being as well. So they vibrate at the same pitch as humans energetically. So they're going to maximize the healing abilities that we already have. So people always say to me, oh, I'm not having that crystal because, you know, it's really bad. That crystal's going to like take away all this person's energy. That's an evil crystal. No such thing. All they do is they uplift the positive energy deep within us. And because of this comfort and feeling, when you place a crystal on your body, that's going to help you connect better and feel more at ease. Like, I don't know if you've heard of this, Rachel, but in the olden days, and I say the olden days, I'm probably talking like the 1930s, 1940s, around about the war times. In the hospitals, they used to play something called a healing frequency um, across the hospital radio. And they used to do this, and it's a specific tone that the earth vibrates at. It's I can't remember the exact number, but there's like three digits, basically. You can find it on YouTube. Just type in healing frequency, earth, earth healing frequency. And they used to play this across the hospital radio. And people used to start and get cured because they were listening to this tone, this vibration, this frequency. So any crystals that are taken from the earth, they imbue that kind of frequency. And every crystal has a different frequency. So one is for healing, one is for peace, one is for, you know, prosperity, one is for joy, one is for happiness. And that's what crystals kind of represent. So they all have their own individual tones that enhance our body's vibration and bring it up to that level. Wow, I did not know that about hospitals. But I do spend a lot of time like listening to frequency music when I'm working to get me focused. Yeah. Yeah. See, it is really good for you because it just gets your mind working. And they were finding that when they were playing it in the hospital, people were starting to like become cured of these random ailments that they had and they were healing quicker and all of the time spent in the hospital was actually improving. And then they stopped it. That is crazy. Don't know why. But I love that. Yeah. So the yeah. obvious crystal for love, because we're talking about love, um, is rose quartz. But are there any other crystals? Is that the what? I wouldn't say the obvious. I wouldn't say that's the obvious. Uh, so rose no, quartz is my ev- go-to. No, everyone says this. Everyone's like, I want love. I want love. And I'm like, okay, what are you using? Rose quartz. Thought- All right, you basic bitch. Seriously. <laughs> <That's me. laughs> no. Yeah, that's you. So rose quartz. Rose quartz is really good for self-love. It's really good for self-compassion, self-esteem. Basically, what it does is it works around the heart chakra. So if you have a rose quartz necklace pendant that sits right there, or, you know, you want to put a, a big chunk of rose quartz, beautiful, I can see that there you've got, um, or a bit of rose quartz down your bra or something like that, yes, that's going to heal. It's going to help all that energy shift around your heart chakra, but it's not going to bring you love. It's just going to help you love yourself. That in turn might help to bring you love because, you know, as RuPaul says, how in the hell are you going to love somebody else until you love yourself? Exactly. Yeah, I totally believe in that. But at the same time, there are crystals that will literally attract that love to you. So my number one would be strawberry quartz. And strawberry quartz, it's it's a really, really like deep red, bordering on the verge of purple um, color. And 
basically that crystal, it, it searches for your soulmate and it attracts your soulmate on a different vibration. So that's the kind of crystal that you'd want to attract this love. Now, if you're wanting something a bit more, you know, um, let's say kinky on an evening and you didn't want that person to stay over, you just wanted a bit of passion and desire, I'd say go for carnelian because that is all about, it's, it's, it's a creativity crystal, but it's all about enhancing that passion, enhancing that fertility inside of you. And it really embodies, you know, like the divine feminine energy makes you feel like a powerful woman, a powerful bitch. So like you are that bitch. Yeah, it does. So what I always say to people, I was like, if you want, if you want a a long time partner, strawberry quartz. If you just want to shag every now and again, put a bit of carnelian in your knicker drawer. Seriously, they are the two go-to crystals that I would say to, depending on what kind of love that you want. Wow. Carnelian makes you kinky. So, (laughs) (laughs) must tell Ed that. (laughs) Buy me some money. (laughs) That's what I want for Valentine's Day. Okay then, so ladies who are out there dating and who want to just have a shag, get the carnelian. <laughs> you want actual love, get the strawberry quartz. Yeah. What about when we're meeting people? Yeah. Because we go out and we meet people and you meet people who are just low vibe. Bring yeah. down negative situations. What crystal would help us repel their negative energy from, say, ex-partners, co-parents, low vibe yeah. dates? Oh, they so there are there are so many crystals, and I mean I'm talking literally thousands of crystals. But my best ones for absorbing negativity would be Labradorite. So that's one of my all-time favorites. I always have a piece of Labradorite with me. Labradorite basically absorbs negative energy, but then transmutes it and repels it back out as positivity. So that's a really good one. It also protects you from the inside out as well. But most other people go for something black because black crystals kind of, they ground you, but they also protect you. So we've got black tourmaline, black obsidian, black jasper. Um, They're the three main ones. And for example, if you wanted protection while you were driving your car down the A1 or whatever it is, put a bit of tourmaline in your car. If you wanted that protection while you were on a long road trip, that car is going to be safe from anything. So I always say to people, if you want to repel someone else, I would... My first protocol would be to go to the Labradorite just because I still want to feel their energy, but I don't want to feel it as negatively as they're given out. So then I say, if it's a bit too much, try getting like a black tourmaline bracelet or something like that, or a black tourmaline pendant, because that is literally going to shield you. It's going to absorb all that negative crap. And it's just going to, you know, like put like a, a force field, like a big bubble around you just to protect yourself. I never thought about this. I go for black obsidian because, again, I'm a basic bitch. Here I am. This is why I've got you on my podcast. <laughs> I love black obsidian. Nothing wrong with it. Okay, so what? To, moving on from kind of crystals then, tell us what kind of other things can we do to protect our energy? But I know you're like the king of all of this, the kind of like protecting our energy. Um, the, the, this is what Candy Crystals Academy is all about, isn't it? So... Yeah, so I think it's all about well-being. And the reason that Canny Crystals Academy came about was obviously I had 15 years of NHS mental health kind of background. And I just thought, how can I serve people without all this red tape? You know, the NHS is just full of red tape where it's like, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do that. And I was like, this is going to help people. It's literally mental well-being. Um, So my tips for basically, you know, like protecting my own energy 
my number one tip is to do a bit of mindfulness. Like mindfulness is so underrated. I always say to people, you know, mindfulness is all about living in the present moment. So just here and now, right now, I'm, I've got my hands on the table. I can feel that table. I can feel the seat beneath my legs. I'm acknowledging that my feet are on the floor. I am literally here in the present moment. If I was thinking about the future, I would be anxious thinking about all the things I've got left on my plate to do for the rest of the day. All of these meetings, the baby that I've got due to come tomorrow, <laughs> all of that. And then if I started thinking about everything in the past, I would be depressed about, you know, what could I have said? What could I have done? How that situation should have gone. So you live in the future. You've got anxiety. You live in the past. You've got depression. If you live in the here and now, you're at peace. And I always say to people, that's my number one tip for protecting yourself. Try not to let the future or the past get to you and live in the present moment here and now. Something else that I often do is I just try and, you know, raise my vibes as high as I possibly can. You might have heard that phrase like chucked around over the last few years, especially, you know, like raise your vibes. And what that means is just bring yourself back to such a high level. I always say to people, you can't fill up someone else's cup unless you filled up yourself first. So it's all about that self-care and that self-love. And to raise your vibe, what I do is I have a happy playlist on Spotify. If I feel my mood sinking, I whack my headphones in. If I'm sat in the living room and my partner's here, I'll just put one headphone in. I don't have to like totally block everyone out. And I'll just put my happy playlist on. And it's it's about 40 or 50 songs that just make me feel good about myself and make me like they pick my spirit up. So I do that. I'll often have a bit dance around as I'm doing the housework or the ironing or I'm packing orders, that kind of thing. Because again, that just releases those endorphins that, you know, makes us feel good about ourselves. And self-care as well. Just having that little that little half an hour to go to the gym or, you know, go for a run. Just something that's going to release the endorphins to make you feel better inside. Because if you feel better inside, you won't feel half as bad on the outside. Like this last week has been one of the most stressful weeks of my entire life. And I just, what were you going to say, sorry? I can imagine. I just get. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> been one of the most stressful weeks of my life the amount of things that have gone wrong like my nana fell over and broke her arm um what else happened oh obviously we've got the baby coming I, I caught two people having sex in our local park and the police ended up coming to our door just everything I was like am I in the twilight zone here it was literally like I was on Beatles about or something I don't know if you remember that I did 90s baby um it was literally like I was on a prank tv show and I had no idea what was going on and I said to myself you know if I hadn't have been going to the gym this week and protecting my energy and raising my vibes and, you know, putting that coat of armor on of mental well-being, I would have literally flatlined this week. I would have probably gone up to bed, started crying and just thought, I can't cope with this. Get me in tomorrow already. This baby would have come and I wouldn't have known what to do. I would have literally sat there, like probably rocking backwards and forwards on the floor crying. But now I'm in such a good headspace that I'm like, you know what? I've prioritized me for the week. So I've actually got this coat of armor on now. So, you know, everything that is pinging in from every direction is literally just rebounding straight back off me and flying straight back out to the universe. I'm like, nah, not today. Not dealing with it. Today. I don't need to have, see you having sex in the park. This is not an appropriate situation no. for, the, for the kinkiness. Not what's meant to be happening. So you've used mindfulness to kind of like get you into a good space. And I know you are all about the affirmations and the subliminals as well. And you, you sell the packs, don't you, on your website? Yeah. I know I've got some of them. Um, 
tell me how they work and why they're so amazing. Yeah, so we'll start with affirmations. So you might have heard people, you know, talk about affirmations that have become increasingly popular in the last few years. So affirmations are just statements, you know, that are training your brain and your psyche to believe something that isn't necessarily true or something that you want it to be true. So you could say, you know, I am a wealthy woman. Your body might be thinking, no, you're not. But if you repeat that time and time again, your brain will start to like retrain its neural pathways and it'll be thinking, oh, maybe we are. He's repeating it over and over again. So what science basically found out in the 70s and the 80s especially was that in TV commercials in the USA, I'm full of useless facts, by the way, Rachel, TV commercials in the USA, they used to flash up cigarette advertisements for like a split second. And it would say, go smoke or something like that. And that would make people subliminally go out and buy some cigarettes. And they said there was such a huge uptake in that. They used to do it in the cinema. They used to do it on TV and movies. They used to even do it on the radio. And there was all this subliminal advertising. So anyway, in the 80s, there was a law passed to say, you know, it's illegal to make someone subliminally do something that they don't necessarily want to do. It's like being hypnotized. But there are so many huge... Yeah, it is. But there are so many good health benefits to that. So if it's done properly and appropriately. So what I started on is I started listening to subliminal affirmations for self-love and self-esteem. So it was basically affirmations that I'd recorded um, of my own voice, you know, saying um, I love the way that I look. I am so happy and confident within my skin. My skin is radiant and glowing. I am so happy with the way I present myself. Just little affirmations like that, talking about myself in the present tense. So what I did is I recorded them. And for it to be subliminal, it's got to be below the conscious threshold. So it's got to be at the point where your ears can't subli- your ears can't consciously hear it, but your subconscious can. So it's bypassing your conscious brain. It's going into your subconscious and your subconscious is like this huge sponge And your affirmations are all this water and it's like, oh, feed me, feed me. And it is literally soaking up all this good stuff, all this nice juice inside your brain. So it's kind of like turning up at a nightclub and the bouncer going, nah, you're not getting in. The bouncer is your brain. However, you're then going and sneaking around the back door and being like, ha, I'm in anyway. So you've got in the club, you've got into the brain, but you've got in just on a different pathway. That's all it is. So these subliminal affirmations, I do sell them on my website, cannycrystals.co.uk. Just get that out there. <laughs> Just get it out. Um, they are three pounds. Yeah, they are three pounds. They are for an hour long and you can download them. You can listen to them whenever you want. So I have my subliminals on in the house uh, when I'm doing housework. I have them on when I'm cooking. I have them on when I'm in the bath. Every time I go for a dog walk, I've got my headphones on. Any time through the day that you can just, it's just basically like ocean waves or a piano or a little babbling brook or a stream and you can very faintly hear my voice in the background but you're not supposed to hear the words your subconscious is doing all that so basically you just switching off your brain you're getting on with the rest of your day your subconscious is soaking up all this good stuff and putting it into practice and by doing this i've quit smoking i've then quit vaping after that using my own quit vaping subliminals i've started to lose weight by using my losing weight subliminal my wealth and abundance has increased like tenfold over the last year. And I constantly listen to my wealth and abundance subliminal. Again, I'm not saying it is 100% doubt that these tools are techniques. I am meeting them halfway. But the ideas that they're implanting into my head on a daily basis 
is, you know, it's amazing for what it's doing for me. That is slightly crazy, but I do literally listen to you every morning. So, oh, <laughs> you wake me up every morning. <laughs> I need to work out how Alexa can like do it automatically, but I have to put you on. But I do. I listen to your subliminal oh. every morning. I listen to your affirmation. You can make Alexa do it if it's in my Apple Music, but I can't work out how to do that because, as we have, oh, I need to look into it. As we have discovered today, I am a complete technophobe. Um, I don't know how to do these. <laughs> But yeah, if it's not Apple Music, you can do that automatically. So, but I listen to it every morning. I wake up with a meditation. I then put on affirmations as I'm emptying the dishwasher. And then I listen to your subliminals, like on the school run, like you do and things like that, walking the dog, put them on my headphones. And I'm, yeah, every single day you're in my ear, kind of, literally. But I want to talk to you as well then about manifesting. So obviously you are like Mark the Manifester and you have manifested some (laughs) ridiculous things like come on tell us what you manifested you've like a cruise a baby so the first thing that i ever really manifested was three and a half thousand pound and that came to me like i was working in the nhs i was in so much debt hadn't had a holiday in about six seven years and when i first got with my partner johnny i just thought i'm just going to manifest this three and a half thousand pound i'd read a book called the secret and I would lay in the bath every night thinking, oh, this is lovely. I'm in this bath in the middle of Thailand. And I would play like tropical bird noises. And I would like dim the lights and everything as if I was in this amazing hotel. And about two weeks after I'd started doing that, I saw this advert on Twitter saying game show TV uh, applicants wanted. I applied for it. I ended up on Tipping Point with Ben Shepard. And I was the winning contestant and I won three and a half thousand pounds. And that was the first moment of my life when I thought, this shit works. I did this. And then nothing else happened until 2019. I was on this morning. Well, that was a huge manifestation in itself because I was on this morning purely because one of my friends was in Love Island and she'd left me like in charge of all of her social media. And she'd said to us before she went in, what do you want out of all this? And I went, I just want to be on this morning. That's literally the only thing that I wanted. So I was like manifesting being on this morning. And I thought, I want to see Alison Hammond. I've loved Alison for years. And when I got there, Ruth and Eamon were like, oh, Alison's not in today. It's a day off. She doesn't come in on a Wednesday. And I was like, oh, never mind. Guess who came in on a day off? Alison. <laughs> Alison Hammond. I, I literally my heard her coming down the corridor. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I actually heard her coming down the corridor. And I thought, that's Alison Hammond. They were like, no, it's a day off. She definitely won't be in. And I was like, that is Alison. I can hear her chuckle. And literally, like, she said to me at the end of that day, you know, you've cheered me up, something rotten. She was like, I wasn't supposed to be here today. I came to get away from a situation that was going on in my home. And you've really cheered me up. So thank you. She gave me a phone number and everything. And we've had a few calls since then. She's absolutely lovely. So that was a huge manifestation for me. And some of the other ones were that, you know, I always wanted a Range Rover. And that was something really, really materialistic for me because... I always look at the practical things first and I never waste my money on materialistic things. Like I'm happy with like a £10 pair of trainers from Primark. Do you know what I mean? Rather than a £1,000 from bloody Nike or whatever. And I just always thought I'll never ever have a Range Rover. I'm happy with my little clapped out Honda that I've had for 12 years. And a couple of years ago, actually it was last year, I just thought, you know what? Screw this. I'm going to go and I'm going to test drive a Range Rover it was £69,000. I was like, there is no way in hell I can afford to pay for this car. That's all I was thinking. And I went and test drove it. And I thought, I'm going to take some photos of me in the car to put on my vision board 
so that I can see, you know, that they are my tattooed arms on that steering wheel. They see my legs and my little shorts on the, like, on the pedals and stuff. And I was like, excuse me, salesman, can you take a photo of me in this car, please? And I'm like, yeah. Got the window down with my elbow out and stuff. Got my sunglasses on. He must have thought, what a fucking prick. Honestly, yeah, like, what is going on? So I put them on my vision board. And about three months later, my podcast went to number one. I had a £30,000 month in my business. And that was my first £30,000 month. And after that, it just continued. And I went, I'm going to put a deposit down for this car. I got that car on the 1st of March this year, that exact car that I that I test drove and put on my vision board. So that was an amazing achievement. And then I was trying to, the, the, all these are different podcast episodes on my podcast. I'll be going into way more detail. I'm just giving you a whistle-stop tour here. Whistle-stop. Um, manifestation. Yeah, a whistle-stop tour. But there was a time in June last year, May, I think it was, and um, our local radio station was running a competition to win uh, tickets to see Beyonce which I was already going to anyway, but you also won a cruise. And I was like, I would love to go on a cruise. So there I am. I knew the answer to this competition. I was waiting for the phone lines to open. I lay on my bed, pull my blinds up, sun's beaming down onto my bed. I'm run- rubbing sun cream up and down my arms so I could smell the sun cream. I put seagull noises on so I could hear the seagulls. I was on that cruise. All I needed was a bit of a waterbed or something or someone to push the mattress. I'm lay there and I'm like, I am on this cruise. So anyway, I didn't win the competition. I came second in the competition on the radio. The f- the woman who won first got sat on the cruise and I was raging. But I was like, I- never mind. It'll happen for me someday. I released it. A week later, my friend Fran from Law of Attraction Changed My Life messaged me and said, I've just been invited on a Mediterranean cruise to go around the Med. Would you like to come? It's all expenses paid. Virgin Voyages are paying for it. Would you like to come? I told her what had happened and how I'd been trying to manifest this cruise around the Med. And she was like, oh my God, I've got goosebumps. We went on a cruise. We had a week around the Med. We literally had the most amazing holiday for free. And I was like, I manifested this. Yeah, just random things like that. So I always say with people, think about what you want. Get very, very specific with these manifestations, okay? But then don't just sit and visualize and then, you know, think that it's just going to fall into your lap. Because if that's the case, there'd be an elephant in my back garden right now. A piano would have just dropped over here because all these random thoughts go through our heads at all these points through the day. We've got to be very specific about what we want. Write it down, script it, journal it out, you know, visualize it, feel those associated emotions, feel everything that comes up in your body whether it's sadness whether it's happiness like who would you tell if you had that physical item in your hands right now so if if it's like win a thousand pound or something like that who would you tell what would you spend it on how would that make you happy how would it change your life think about all of those associated actions and then think to yourself what one action could i take right now in this moment to work towards that because like i said sitting at the start line of a race isn't going to help you win it You need to take that action. You need to train for it. You need to get the right trainers. You need to make sure that, you you know, your body's ready for it and you're active enough for it. You need to make sure that you've prepped the day before and had plenty of carbs. You need to make sure that you're hydrated enough. Yeah. So it's all about the prep work. But then it's also having faith. It's a very fine balance about finding faith. And, you know, it is coming to you. We know every year, 25th of December, we have Christmas. And just like that, we also know that, if we order something off Amazon, we know it's going to come. We don't think, oh, it hasn't come half an hour later. I'm going to order it again. 
or it hasn't come an hour later, I'm going to order it again. Because then we'd end up with three or four different things. Once we've placed our order, we have trust, faith, and total persecution that, you know, that everything that we wanted is on its way to us. And that's how manifesting works as well. It'll give us cues. It'll give us inspiration to take those little steps towards action. But ultimately, it's us that needs to take that action. And then the manifestation will come to us. Wow. My next question was about to be, what are the steps to manifesting them, Mart? But you just went off and told us anyway. <laughs> well, I've already told you. I went off on a tangent. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> so how do you deal do well, then with all the people who think people like me and you who manifest shit into our lives are crazy? How do you deal with all those sceptics yeah. and those people who think, yeah, well, because I, I carry crystals everywhere and Ed always says to me, is the crystals going to make that happen? I'm like, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you know what it is? It's like, I, I've had such a hard time of explaining what I do to friends and family. So obviously, I'd worked in the NHS for 15 years. And when I set up Canny Crystals, I told my nana and my mom, you know, I'm, I'm going to start selling crystals full time. My nana was like, you're leaving the NHS to sell rocks. She she couldn't get her head around it. And then when I told her, you know, I showed her a picture of some crystals, she thought I was literally sitting on a trawler boat going up and down the Tyne collecting all these stones. And I'm like, no, no, no. I was like, they come from Brazil and Mexico and India and Africa. And I was like, they are literally coming from across the world. And she just didn't get it. My mom, I retired my mom last year. No, she doesn't get it. I retired my mom last year. So now my mom comes to work for me uh, one day a week. I just did that because I was sick of seeing her upset. She, she was a healthcare worker as well in the NHS. She was always upset. She was working three or four night shifts a week, 12 hours a time. And on her 60th birthday last year, I was like, mom, come and work for me. I'll give you the same amount of money. Just do one day a week. And she comes and she has such a good time. And she is starting to come round to Crystal Healer now. And she's like, oh, that one's pretty. What does this one do? And she's even letting me like pull a tarot card for her every now and again. And she's like, come on then. So what does this mean? And she's really getting into it. Whereas her sister, one of my aunties is like, oh no, the devil's work. Can't do that. Can't touch tarot. You're communicating with the devil. It's the devil that's moving the crystals. It's the devil that's moving that card. It's all Ouija and stuff like that. And I'm like, no, it's really, really not. Um, but people just don't understand it. People just don't get it. And it's like, Johnny is my partner. He has seen every single thing that I've manifested. And when I manifested that three and a half thousand pound on tipping point, when I'd read that book, The Secret, I give him the book and I said, read this. It'll change your life. And he came up to us one day and he went, do you know, I've just done all that work for his boss. And he was like, um, I tried manifesting a 50 pound note because it's something that you don't often see, but you know it exists. And you know that if it did come to you, that it would be the power of thought. And he says, just like that, my boss walked in and said, thank you for doing that work and put two 50 pound notes on his desk. And I was like, see, it works. It works. He's never manifested since. That was about seven <laughs> years ago. And I'm like, but why? You've clearly seen evidence that it works. People just think, oh, you know, yeah, it's just coincidence. There is no coincidence. And if you think it's coincidence, it's never going to happen to you. So, you know, Johnny's upstairs. He's quite happy with the fact that I've got crystals in all the rooms in the house. Got a huge one here just behind the Mac that I'm on right now, for example. is like a big table centerpiece. And at the end of the day, he just says, well, at the end of the day, they're not hurting anyone. And what's the harm? And I always think, well, that's a really good motto to have. Like, he's not bothered about it. If it's not hurting him, it just looks like a pretty rock. It's kind of just, you know, like, what's the word, like, decorative? Do you know what I mean? So I get people messaging me all the time on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, calling me a charlatan. 
saying that, you know, I'm scamming people, um, saying that you don't really believe in all this shit, do you? I'll boost a post or something on Instagram or Facebook and people start laugh reacting at it. And I'm like, laugh all you want. I was like, I'm laughing because it's really, really helped me. And my life has completely and utterly turned around. And I'm achieving my goals on a day-to-day basis. So if you want to laugh at that, go ahead and laugh. doesn't bother me one bit. Wow. And you're, you know, sat over there crying into your £50 notes. So, yeah. Bothered. (laughs) Scamming people. (laughs) Oh, well, thank you so, so much. I totally forgot to put a timer on. So I have no idea how long uh, we have been chatting for. We're 45 minutes in, but it's fine. I was like, oh, yeah, there's a timer next to your face. I just didn't press start on it. But that is amazing. Um, I have really enjoyed hearing all about how you manifested and what crystals to use for love and mindfulness and subliminals and all of the things that you do. And you are so fun to be around. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thanks, Rachel. Yeah, well, this does. If you have found the episode useful and valuable, please share it with your friends and let them know how helpful myself and Mark can be. And obviously go over and listen to Mart Canny Crystal's website too. Oh, he's got, he's doing something now and I'm going to end the interview. (laughs) Are you a single career or family driven woman, but you just cannot get lucky in love? Have you got back into the dating game after a long term relationship breakdown and you are now confused and overwhelmed by men and dating? Have you been on what feels like hundreds of first dates, but never seem to get a connection? And are you now wondering if there are any genuine committed men left in the world? I know, I feel you. I've been there. But I invite you to join me in my How to Find Lasting Love mini-series workshop to find out what actions you need to take to attract that lasting, loving relationship that you truly desire. These are three 10-minute-ish videos supporting you to find that secure living relationship that you desire. They cover how to successfully date after divorce, how to heal your relationship with men and how to shift your energy to attract that masculine man you desire. There is a link in the show notes for you to get access to those mini workshops. Go check them out and I shall see you there.